Welcome to another episode of No Tears for Black Girls, a true crime podcast with a purpose. Written and produced by award-winning author John Reedberg. I'm your host, Samantha Paul. Let's dive in. It hurts because of the fact that the kids had to experience a traumatic incident like that, and those are the last memories that they'll see of their mother. Tragedy struck on a peaceful Friday evening in Missouri City, a small town nestled within Houston, Texas. Jamaica Williams, a 38-year-old devoted mother of four, was getting ready for a night out when her on-again, off-again boyfriend and father of two of her children entered her bedroom and shot her in front of her three other kids. According to Williams's sister, who spoke with ABC 13, the teenage daughter called for help after witnessing the horrific crime while her mother was preparing to go out. As the family mourned and the police launched their investigation, they identified Christopher Lee Levels as the killer. Fueled by jealousy and rage, he committed this heinous act against his girlfriend, Jamaica. Jatera Williams, sister of the victim, shared gruesome details with ABC 13. Her own boyfriend took Jamaica's life in a sudden and unprovoked attack when he shot her with a weapon. The victim's 14-year-old daughter witnessed the tragedy, reaching out to her aunt in tears as her father fled the scene in his vehicle. The senseless act of violence traumatized Jamaica's children, witnessing their mother's murder and carrying the burden of deep scars. As police pursued Christopher, multiple 911 calls came pouring in from shocked neighbors who had heard screams and saw a violent altercation between a man and woman just moments before the fatal shooting. Jamaica and Christopher have been together since they were teenagers. Their close ones are grappling with the perplexing end of their once perfect relationship. It seems even small things, like Jamaica getting ready to go out with friends, could trigger Christopher's violent anger. Declaring, today is the day, he marked it as fateful. A reminder of how quickly love can turn into violence. Jatera remembered the events of that fateful day. The constant threats from her cousin's ex-boyfriend were well known, but no one had expected him to follow through. But he did. The children heard the fatal gunshot, followed by his words of disbelief as he fled in their mother's car. This tragic tale served as a reminder of the dangers within toxic relationships. As Jatera reflected on her cousin's last moments, she could only imagine the fear and violence she endured at the hands of someone she once loved. Jatera expressed her heartache at the thought of these children's last memory of their mother being such a traumatizing one. According to those close to the family, the victim, Jamaica, had been in a long-term relationship with Christopher since high school, but had ended things because of his possessive and controlling behavior. It took this conclusion to a whole new level. It hurts because of the fact that the kids had to experience a traumatic incident like that, and those are the last memories that they'll see of their mother. She says her sister was getting ready to go out with friends and he grew jealous. When he seen her flat on her hair, dressed and ready to go hang out with her friend, he was like, you're not going anywhere. He said, you're not going anywhere. Today is the day. And then that's when he went and got the gun and he pulled it out on her. So I was clocking out of work. Um, I had to clock out for 7 p.m. Um, I had two missed calls from my younger sister. And then I ended up getting a call from my sister's phone and her picture showed up on, on her phone. It was my niece, she was crying. She, she said, Jatera, my daddy killed my mama 
And I'm like, what? And I just was screaming. And so I just sped all the way to my sister's house. I was just trying to keep my niece calm because it was her and her two younger sisters present at the time where it happened. They were in the house. And um, I just made it there. When I, once I made it there, it was it was too late. If a guy or girl is telling you they will hurt you, they will kill you, they don't want to see you with anyone else, I would say leave after the first sign. To protect herself and her daughters from his violent intentions, Jamaica also grabbed a gun and pointed it at him, leaving their son as the only surviving witness. Through tears, Jaden Williams spoke about his mother's dream of seeing him graduate before they took her from him. This devastating event is a stark reminder of how quickly love can turn into an obsession that leads to tragedy. Let us never forget the victims of domestic violence and strive towards creating a safer world for all. Amidst the milestones that should have filled Jameka Williams's year, prom, graduation, and watching her son excel on the field, it instead came to a tragic end. Mom, she always talked about me graduating, and now that I'm finally a senior, this is supposed to be me and her year. She always talked about my prom, coming to my games, and just watching me walk that stage as a senior. And I'm not just, I'm not a regular senior, I'm a senior with honors. The hashtag justice for Jameka echoed through social media as loved ones sought justice for her brutal murder. Her cousin took to Facebook, calling out the killer for committing such a heinous act in front of his own children. Friends grieved the loss of a kind soul and prayed for justice to be served. They charged Christopher Lee Levels with the murder of Jameka Williams after days on the run. Yet, one question remained. Why? As investigators searched for answers, all they could do was to remember and honor Jameka's memory while seeking justice on her behalf. I feel torn. My sister was like my best friend. We talked literally every morning, every afternoon, every night. We're sending each other funny things on Instagram daily. It's just, she was like the rock of our family and we're just hurting. It just feels like a bad dream that I can't wake up from. I knew he didn't belong with my sister. It just, I, I hate that it, it, this had to happen or whatever, but I've been seeing snake as ways in this guy's like, like times where I didn't, I didn't came to my sister house before and this guy walk in the house with only food for himself, no food for the kids, no food for my sister. And right then and now I knew how selfish he was because how can you come home without food for your family and you the man of the house? You only come home with food for yourself. And right then and now, I, I knew he wasn't right for my sister. My experience was totally different. Like, I actually was around him, like, more than everybody else. So, I'm, I'm really, I'm hurt, hurt. Like, I'm a different type of hurt. I had just talked to him the night before, like, and I really don't even have the words to say. Like, he hurt my whole family. He hurt. He hurt our whole neighborhood, like everybody. These kids are traumatized. <coughs> like, right. I'm, I'm just hurt. Yeah, this guy been around our family for over 20 years. And like, we did nothing but show him love. He couldn't even go stay at his own mama house. He couldn't go stay at his brother house, his sister, nobody from his blood family. But we took him in for 20 plus years. He never brought nothing to the table, only took, took, took away. He probably still owes us money to this day, but it's, it's, it's not about the money, it's about the children 
and about what he did. And I just wish he could be man enough to just accept the consequences that he caused. Like, turn himself in, that'll be the best thing to do. But he never, never grew up. He's never been a grown man. They were not together. Um, she only let him come around so much because the children, they love their dad so much. So they always wanted him around. My sister felt sorry for him, so she would let him come spend nights and things like that. She told him that he had until Sunday, which was the 12th, to, to, stop, keep, to stop just popping up and, you know, spending the night and things like that. She was in the mirror flat on in her hair. She was going to hang out with a guy friend. And he was just so jealous where he, he couldn't stand it. And first he took her car keys and was like, you're not going nowhere, you know? And she was like, give me my keys, give me my keys. Or my, my nieces are telling me the story because they were sitting there when he did it. Right. And um, she was asking for her keys. So she just, he was arguing with her, cursing her out and things like that. So she just looked back in the mirror and continued flat on her hair. He went to the kitchen got the gun, brought it back to the room, and put it up to her face. He said, B, I'll kill you. She said, get that gun out of my face. And she turned her head, she was still flat on her hair. And then he just, he was like, today gonna be the day, today gonna be the day. And then he just shot her in her face. And then wow. he ran to the door, he looked back and said, damn, I shouldn't have did this. And then he sped off in her car. Love us? Leave us a positive review or rating. Follow No Tears for Black Girls on social media and No Tears for BG on Twitter. Be blessed. Be loved. Stay safe.